1: or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. And while you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page and check out past shows and subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. And when I sit down with a new client to discuss retirement, now they they generally have a pretty good idea of what they want their retirement to look like at least in you know broad ways. They they quickly rattle off maybe cities or countries they want to visit, adventures they want to take with their grandkids and what kind of house or where they'd like to live. But when we start digging a little deeper and discuss how exactly they're going to pay for those things and how long they're going to need to pay for those things, many of them are not able to provide me with specific answers and That's okay. That's what we're here for. And my point is that to achieve your retirement ambitions, to really live the kind of retirement you sit back and imagine during a particularly rough day at the office, you need a plan. That plan is going to consist of a spending plan, a savings plan, a budget, an investment plan, a real thorough and comprehensive plan that will see you through your 20 or 30-year retirement. Now, during today's show, we're going to take a close look at some of the things you need to include in the budget part of that plan. But before we start talking about budgets, you know, we're not allowed to guarantee a lot of things in the financial world. The government says you can't say that word. But if there's one thing we can guarantee on this show is that Tony Shore always shows up huge. Tony, how you doing today? Cut my budget. You can't cut my budget without written <laughs> consent from the president of the Federal Reserve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's how you're doing, huh? Uh-huh. No, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I couldn't resist. You said the word budget, so and there you have it. But I've been doing great. Are you kidding me? I've had a lot of time to spend with my family. It's summer, so I'm finally getting work done outside of the house, which is good and awesome. uh, getting outdoors. So, I like that. I love this time of year. You know, we've had a few really hot days, but uh, you know, Lord willing, I'll have some more yet. I can't believe it's already, uh, into July. Uh, I, that's yeah, just, it's almost. insane. Time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it?
1: It sure does. So, so slow your roll. It's not quite July yet. That's okay? true. Just calm down.
0: We're very, very close though. I can feel calm it. Calm down. I can feel it. <laughs> so, uh, I, I do love co-hosting the show with you. You know that, but, uh, Thanks but uh, never is a long time. I think I, I, I might retire, but as long as my voice holds out, I'll be doing this show with
1: you. That's great news.
0: Isn't it? It uh, sure is. Yeah. And, I, and I'm hoping you'll, you'll do the same. But um, when it comes to our topic today, you've hit upon a good one because I think a lot of people out there have a spending plan that helps them cover the bills or a budget. Uh, maybe they set aside some money each month, but guess what? Uh, it doesn't end when you stop working, does it?
1: No, it does not. Now, like I said, this a budget is an incredibly important part of your financial plan, and a lot of people hate that word budget. And again, it, look at it as a combination of things: it's your spending plan, it's your savings plan. That's your that's your budget. There are, but there's some. There's a, a article: U.S. News and World Report, ten costs to include in your retirement budget. It's got some great foundational information we can build today's conversation around. Now, I could just take out the things that you, should, you would want to include in your budget out of one of our comprehensive plans, but this is something you can dig into without having to um, have your plan done in, in, in full. So if, if you want to look at the U.S. News and World Report, again, it's 10 costs to include in your retirement budget. Now, the first step they talk about in crafting your retirement budget is a, recognizing what expenses you're certain to have. Now, some of your expenses will be cut. Some of them might be even eliminated entirely after you're done working. For example, your daily commute might be a distant memory. If you're not going somewhere, you know, you're not going to be going to the same place you used to every day at the very least. Now, the same goes for probably ties, dress shoes. On the flip side, some of your expenses are likely to climb after you retire as you age. And this is especially true with your health care. We've touched on this in so many different ways on the shows over the years. Even if you eat well and exercise daily, for so many people, aging naturally means more trips to the doctor and increased need for medical procedures and prescription drugs. As you build your, and, and let's face it, the more times you go to the doctor, probably the more time, more things you're going to need for prescription drugs. Right. Uh, I can tell you, hand, hands down, my mother ne- almost never goes to the doctor. She's in her eighties. She doesn't take any medication. She doesn't have a big pill box with everything in it. And then I have some clients who go to the doctor once or twice. And before you know it, their pill box is as big as a lunchbox. And and I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing, but I can tell you from firsthand experience, it happens. You, those Those things are more than likely going to happen in your retirement. Make sure you're giving adequate allowance to your future health care needs. And don't forget that retirement means a lot more leisure time. It's important to budget wisely for things like hobbies and travel.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true. And your retirement budget is also a good reason to work with a financial services professional like yourself, Matt. I mean, even if you're an experienced budgeter, and you've been doing it a while, chances are uh, as an experienced uh, trusted financial services professional would have additional insights and advice and tips that could help maybe save some money or uh, you know, save you from uh, costing yourself a lot of money by making a mistake.
1: Yeah. Some of the biggest help a good advisor is going to do for you over the course of your retirement is actually prevent you from making the big mistakes. You know, all most advisors have taken similar tests and have similar licenses. The ones that are worth their weight in gold are the ones that help you not make the big mistakes. Right. Right. So that's something you you want to work with someone you know is going to be honest with you. Sometimes that honesty feels brutal. Sometimes it's a breath of fresh air. But you want to make sure that the the one you're going to work with is not afraid to tell you The truth, the unvarnished truth, hopefully as empathetically as they can, but that works with you to help you from making the biggest mistakes. Most advisors can help you make some money, but the ones that stop you from losing tons, those are the ones worth their weight in gold. Uh, The next piece of your plan uh, and the the retirement budget is housing. I'm sure that doesn't come as a huge surprise for people. For so many retirees, housing is their single largest expense. For a lot of people, it's their single largest asset as well. Um, now, thankfully, there are potentially uh, ways to reduce your housing costs as you're heading into retirement. First, if you're in a position to do so, pay off your mortgage while you're still working. Uh, that way, when you're retired, you'll only have taxes, insurance, and upkeep expenses to worry about. Of course, only do that if it makes sense according to your plan. You may have a low enough interest rate and you're earning better money elsewhere than Paying down a really low rate mortgage. Um, but if it works in your plan, great, do that. Um, but, and if it's not doable, there's s- still other options. It, downsizing, that's one of them. You know, it, it, How about if you have a nice chunk of equity in your home? Downsizing may simultaneously reduce your monthly expenses while putting cash into your nest egg. It may be a particularly wise move if you're an empty nester. And if it's just you and a spouse or a partner, Why keep the four or five bedroom home you needed when you were raising your family? It doesn't make a ton of sense anymore.
0: Right. And I know some people even move to an entirely new community when they retire that may provide a lower cost of living. I mean, the idea of pulling up roots and moving someplace new may be a little scary, but hey, if it can make your retirement a little more comfortable and keep it on track, I think that's worth a look, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the... There's certainly, you hear the classics, you never really hear anybody saying like, we're retiring and going to Delaware, right? That's not a big one on anybody's radar, but there's certainly, you know, Florida, Texas, Arizona, those are all big spots where a lot of people retire to, a lot of it because it's warm. They only have, you know, they don't have as many seasons to deal with or the cold to deal with anymore. Um, and it's a good time to get it done, especially when you're younger so you can actually enjoy it at that age, you know? Um, if you're getting there at that point, you can still become part of your new community. So it's got kind of a decent idea to do it then. But it's not for everybody. For some people, when they're early, when they're young like that, they want to be around their grandkids while they still have all that energy. So it's, you know, it's like everything else. It's unique to the individual. Um, one of the next things I do want to get though on budget, Medicare for the health care part. You know, most folks don't pay anything for part A. That's the hospital insurance but other parts of Medicare aren't free. So you're going to want to have this in your budget and your spending plan. Medicare part B medical insurance comes with a standard premium of $170, 10 cents per month. And if you're a high income retiree, you may end up paying an additional premium. Now, if you're paying anything towards healthcare right now, you probably think $170 per month. There's a huge savings in retirement. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, but you want to make sure you know there's other parts to Medicare, but at the very at the very least, your Part B is going to be around, and that's just right now, hundred and seventy dollars ten cents. And again, if you're a high income, you you may be paying more.
0: Yeah, and let's not forget about uh, my favorite uh, Medicare Part D because I know D is for donut. Yes,
1: and all, that is one of the things D <laughs> is for. <laughs> but you're not right, Medicare Tony. Part D. Though, not right? Medicare Part D. No. <laughs> The uh, Medicare Part D is prescription drug coverage. And like we said before, if you're one of those people that ends up with that big old pill box that's the size of a lunchbox, um, that's going to be something you're really probably going to want to keep an eye on. Right. So it's got it also has a separate monthly premium. It's determined by the plan you select annually. And there may be a third premium if you purchase a Medigap plan to help potentially cover some of Medicare's various out of pocket costs. And also, please be aware, if you neglect to sign up for certain part of Medicare within the deadlines, you may be slapped with late enrollment penalties that will be added right on your premiums. So you really don't want to have that fee in your budget, if possible. Well, true. Uh,
0: that's right. Now, uh, before we go on, why don't you let our listeners know uh, how they can get a hold of you, maybe set up a complimentary consultation if they have more questions about this.
1: Sure. Give us a call, 800-339-9252, or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com and request an appointment right through the website.
0: Ah, oh, sounds good. Thanks, Matt. And you've been talking about what we need to consider putting into our retirement budget or spending plan, and having a comprehensive plan is obviously a valuable tool to help see us through retirement, especially right now. Uh, you need to make sure you have that plan in place. And some retirements, you know, they say it could last two or three decades. My grandfather, I want to remind people, is 101, and he's still living at home. In fact, right now, he's spending the month at a campground, he and his wife, in his new camper. He's at so awesome. At 101. So uh, when you think, oh, you know, I only need money till I'm 80 or 85, mm, maybe not.
1: Maybe not on (laughs) average, the joint life expectancy for a non-smoking couple entering retirement at 62, which is on the lower end of the spectrum, still 30 years. Yeah. One of you is expected to make it to 92.
0: Yes. Yep. And so you're making a great case for having a retirement budget, uh, but I'm
1: guessing you have more information for us, right? I sure hope so. Tony, let's see. it's just kind of shake the head here. Let's start with, let's go back to that report. Uh, that Medicare conversation we're having before the, before we we're talking about this you know they um, talk about how deductibles can take a bite out of your wallet if you aren't prepared for them you know, Mark, part B has a $230 deductible to 233 to be exact but beyond that you'll need to pay 20% of Medicare approved charges for a lot of the medical services you require unless you buy an additional insurance plan to supplement that traditional Medicare So part A, that's got a $1,556 deductible if you're hospitalized. And there's also additional coinsurance fees if you're in the hospital for more than 60 days. So Medicare pays for some preventative care, uh, those services with no out-of-pocket expense. And there are many types of necessary medical services that often aren't covered at all. Things like glasses and hearing aids. And you think, boy those seem really important at that stage in someone's life and somehow they're not paid for in the insurance that takes care of us then. So um, those are going to be fees you need to be aware of and things you're going to want to have in your spending and and, or take care of in your savings plans.
0: That's right. And so that's huge, obviously. And, And let's reiterate what you've mentioned before, and that is a lot of financial services professionals are well-versed in the ins and outs of things like Medicare and more than ready to help you navigate that process. Right.
1: Yeah. Especially those of us who are like, you know, own our own businesses because this is, you know, we pay more than this for just for insurance for our employees every year. Right. So we're really used to these kind of medical expenses. So um, they are definitely on board with helping you understand what that what those costs are going to look like and how to be prepared for them. We put together some great reports also that remind you when those dates are coming up in our plans, it's all spelled out. Don't forget to sign up for this here and this here uh, so that you don't get those additional fees. Now, another thing we want to talk about for after you're retired, the tax man. You know, we know there's two things for sure in life, right? What are those? It was death and taxes. And so, while we're still <laughs> just retired, we we the taxman's still going to want some of your money. And yeah, it's true that there's tax breaks o- available only to older Americans, but the fact is there's also new taxes that only affect retirees. You know, if you've been deferring taxes on your retirement savings for many years, you'll pay income tax on each withdrawal from your traditional 401k, your IRAs. Uh, And furthermore, after you hit 72, you're required to take distributions from those tax-deferred retirement accounts, where you also get a 50% tax penalty. And boy, that doesn't seem very fun or fair, but that's the way it works. Uh, Two additional notes here. First, working with a financial services professional, you may be able to identify ways to strategically withdraw that money from your retirement accounts in ways that may lower your retirement taxes or perhaps defer them, continue to defer them depending on what your particular financial situation is. And a portion of your social security benefit may also be taxable if your retirement income rises above a certain threshold. So a couple of things you want to be aware of. there What as well. is your tax plan?
0: <laughs> what is your tax plan? So, and during previous conversations, you've talked about a food being a significant expense. I mean, it may seem- for me. Sure. <laughs> well, yeah, for me especially, hitting <laughs> up that pizza buffet. But the, but uh, for most people in retirement, food it can be a big expense, and it has to be considered when uh, building a budget, right?
1: Well, I mean, especially it's it's never hit home to so many people as hard as it did this year. With yes, wonder and wonderful inflationary economy. There, some food items through.
0: in <laughs> our grocery store doubled. <laughs>
1: Um, or more or more. And Some so that's well high. above that.
0: They say, well, inflation's high. It's at 8.6%. And I'm like, you might want to talk to the grocery store about that because, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm looking at my bill and my grocery bill doubled. So that's a, a double. That's at least, uh, that's a hundred
1: percent markup right there. Bacon sure doesn't seem to fit into your math. <laughs>
0: But, that's right. Very yeah. little. I think uh, very little rose, just 8% in the grocery yeah. store so over the we, past year.
1: Well, you know, it's it depends on what news channel and what, you know, press conference you're listening to. Well, that's but true. Too. Use your own yeah. eyes and brain. Go to the yes. grocery store and tell me that it's only wherever <laughs> or tell me that you were prepared 100% for those prices to do what they were doing. Sure. Now, if you had a full plan in place, you might have been. If you didn't, if you weren't fully prepared for those prices doing what they did, get your plan done. Then you will be prepared for those kind of things. But here's some stuff. Um, easy way to save on grocery bill. It's it's hard in a way because it's so easy to buy things like frozen meals mm-hmm. or pre pre made stuff when you're retired. Yep. yep. Um, But it's also ridiculous how much more that costs you instead of just buying the ingredients to cook things for yourself. Not only will the strategy save you a few bucks, it's also healthier. They're generally lower in sodium and all the other chemicals that come with keeping food from spoiling over long periods of time. Uh, Avoid overspending uh, on food. Also, it does require discipline. You know, it means you're going to have retirement you're gonna have a lot of time on your hands, right? This this much we know, but it also means there's gonna be a temptation to meet with friends every day to socialize over a long meal. Well, especially if you're considering moving somewhere different, maybe make the place around a, a nice kitchen. Make sure you have a good counter for people to sit at instead of going to some restaurant and spending, you know, four hundred dollars on dinner for four people. You can create a phenomenal meal for much much, much less and still have leftovers for the rest of the week. Yeah, there you go. For you and all your friends and still have more food to eat for the rest of the week. If regular meals out with your circle of friends is going to be an important part. Make sure you find restaurants that offer generous senior discounts, but take it to the next step. Spend that time with your friends working on these delicious on delicious recipes, healthy recipes, things you can all. Try and outdo each other there. Everybody's always trying to keep up with the Joneses. How about trying to keep up with the Joneses in retirement? Not with who has the fanciest golf cart in your retirement community, but by who makes the most delicious, healthiest dinner for all their friends once a week. To me, that's a better way to go. And, you know, circling back to preparing meals at home, don't forget a lot of grocery stores also offer senior discounts.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And I'm just trying to keep up with the Brunners. I don't even know the Joneses, but... Um it strikes me that well uh, the retirement budget has some elements that are unique to older people. It also has pieces that a lot of us have been budgeting for since we were in our 20s and 30s as well.
1: Or that people have been using since the 20s or 30s. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, it's smart it's just smart finance. You know, somebody asked me one day like, "Why do you do a lot of these things you do?" And I said, "Well, because I had grandparents who clearly lived through the depression." And they raised us on this mentality of, you know, do this as much of this stuff as you can do for yourself. I still have gardens every year. You know, for this time of year, I eat salads every day and all of it comes just right out of a little garden I have outside. Wow. I eat salads that come out of the, our salad garden. And then I've got tomatoes and beans and cucumbers and peas and, uh, you know, all sorts of vegetables out there and herbs out there. So I make fresh food from stuff that I, I that kind of stuff, I don't really notice what's going on at the grocery store because I paid a couple bucks for seeds and now I've got all this food growing in my yard. Um, (laughs) So uh, that part, yeah, that's good for me. But uh, some of these things, it's just good. It's good financial sense, no matter what stage of your life you're in. And I get it. Not everybody wants to have to you know, scrimp and save and do everything every every step of the way, and maybe you're affluent enough that it's it's fine that you don't. Um, to me, I, I think it makes sense to do it, and if you have extra money because you're affluent, well, then give that to people who absolutely have a need for it. You know, do some good in the community with that extra money. Regardless, um, the last uh, one of the things I want to get to this smart stuff. One of the smart things my grandparents always had, my parents had they you know, put into our head, I make sure my clients have is an emergency account. Uh, you know, y- you're not any less likely to need a new microwave or a new set of tires when you're 75 than when you're 35. Sure. So having that emergency account, something at the very least that has enough money to cover up to six months of your expenses. To me, that's how much I want people to have when they're working. In the very beginning of their retirement, I like to see them have one to two one to two years, and that may sound like a lot of cash or cash equivalents, but it's enough to kind of cross the desert when things get bad and down economies generally, and uh, not have a huge effect on the sequence of returns, and 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 really draw down too much of your retirement funds and the principles to generate that income for you for the next thirty years. So that emergency fund is a really good way. To help on that drawdown strategy, especially early on in retirement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. I'm glad you brought up emergency funds. That has to be considered in the budget, putting money into that. Now, uh, one last question before we have to go. Should seniors uh, have a specific category for travel built into their retirement budget? Because I know a lot of folks want to travel in retirement.
1: I'd say, yeah, in most cases, yes. Uh, uh, so many of the my clients now travel so many new clients that i meet tell me they want to travel it's one of the things they're most looking forward to doing in retirement um i got a lot of that out of my system when i as a youngin uh but there's still a couple places i'd like to go mostly now i'd like to bring my kids back to some of the places i love the most yeah Uh, a solid strategy can strategy can all, all often ensure that you get to travel to as many of the places that you've long wanted to visit but beyond your budget. Make sure you're taking full advantage of the many discounts that are out there for retirees, older people, AARP members, they can receive solid discounts for both hotels, rental cars, and don't hesitate to get creative. Stay with family and friends when you can. And Airbnb may also be a good way to go when you want a price you can live with. I know uh, just recently I had a couple friends that they went up, um, stayed a place up in New Hampshire, and they they... We made out so much better on the Airbnb side than on the hotel side, and they had just a beautiful place to stay, and they absolutely loved it. I'm not saying maybe you have your favorite hotel, stay there too, but get creative on that travel and don't be afraid to take care of the or to take advantage of the discounts.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there anything else you want to offer our listeners before we go?
1: a sense of inner peace and a hope for world peace, Tony.
0: Excellent. Well, that's, that's what we're all striving for, Matt.
1: But also if you want to talk about any of this, give us a call. Um, we can sit down the, con- the initial consultation. is complimentary. There's no cost. There's no obligation. We're not going to sit you down and lock the door until you decide to work with us. We're going to talk about what it takes to put your plan together the things you would need to bring in, uh, go over any questions you may have about the process, or answer some general questions we can for you at the same time. And if you decide to work with us, we we put we help put a plan together so that none of these things are keeping you up at night in your retirement. Uh, if you want to take advantage of that, give us a call eight hundred three three nine nine two five two or visit us online at compass-ltd.com.
0: All right, sounds good, Matt. And I'm glad you clarified in there that you're not going to actually abduct people.
1: There is uh, a place, uh, Tony. I say this because <laughs> there, there's some people that run seminars that literally close the doors at the time where they look for sales, and have people standing in front of them. It's scary out there sometimes. Oh, that is crazy. I can't tell you how many stories, weird stories, I've heard from people about what happens out there. So I like to put their mind at rest. That's not going to happen when you come yeah, back. To them. Yeah, you don't lock the doors on them. That's good. No.
0: All right, but that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252